When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. With another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there. <laughs> or the great comments come in uh, for all of our shows. And if you can, please give us that five star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, of course, the great folks at LakersBall.com. Go ahead and check out Joe Soro as Ox1947. He was probably rooting and tooting today at LakersBall.com. Plus, if you want your lawn transformed into something much more beautiful than it is today and you live in the Southern California area, please go ahead and check out Simblades. That's Simblades with a Y.com. Plus our good friends at Lakerholics.com. Jamie Sweet and Laker Tom are right there for you. Be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Our good friends at the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. And I also want to give a shout out to somewhere I'll be over the next few days. And that's the Consumer Electronics Show because I've got some good friends at ThinkRight Technologies. If you didn't hear this right here, I was wearing this on the road. I was in Washington for the Atlanta postgame. And I'm doing this again because this is not only a pretty good headset, pretty good mic, but it's only 40 bucks. And you can get it at Amazon.com today. It is ThinkRight. I'll put the whole description right there of it and also the link. And I'll attach it for everybody out there that's either watching or listening. That'll be up there in a few minutes, but it is ThinkRight technology. I want to go ahead and give them a big shout out. Thanks so much for providing this for me. And if you like all of that, and if you could support all of that, it is sincerely appreciated. I will say that there was a time during the game in the Lakers today as they came back home to face off against the Miami Heat without LeBron James, who was out tonight with a non-COVID illness. Of course, AD is still continuing with his issues. And Lonnie Walker IV was also still out with his contusion, his tailbone contusion. So they were all out of the lineup. But Russell Westbrook was back. And it seemed like with the Heat coming in, playing a little bit better basketball, they they actually beat the Lakers, if you remember, last week at home. And were playing better basketball since then. 
it seemed like it wasn't going to be much of a challenge for the Heat. And I think because LeBron James was out, they did not take the Lakers seriously. We have the much maligned Lakers, the much maligned bench, the much maligned roster after LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Well, tonight, they all get a big round of applause from all of us Lakers fans because as what has been described by Zangerstein, what has been described so far by Terrence Harvey, Eddie Shad, everybody, Juan Velasquez, everybody is just praising the Lakers' effort tonight. I will say at times it looked messy. I will say at times it looked ugly. I will say at times it looked head-scratching. But my God, the Lakers got out to a 13-point lead in the first half and still held on at the halftime. And even though there was back and forth with the Heat and at times it looked like it just took a little simple turn on by Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo to go ahead and distance himself from the Lakers. And it was looking like that early in the fourth quarter, but the Lakers got it out. They found something deep within and a premier performance from a guy that at one time reportedly was offered a four year, $84 million contract in Dennis Schroeder. Well, his times he did refuse supposedly. And you know, what's happened since he went, became a free agent, didn't get what he wanted. Went to Boston, became a failure there. Went to Houston, got let go, was out of the league, was signed at the last minute by the Lakers just before training camp after a good performance in Euroball. And his best performance to date, 32 points, 12 of 14 from the line, 8 of 15 from the field, and 4 for 7 from 3. A premier performance for him. A steady performance from Thomas Bryant, 21 points and 9 rebounds. And a very solid performance from Russell Westbrook. At times, it wasn't always the prettiest thing to watch. Again, some really kind of irritating mistakes, but 21 points, nine assists, eight rebounds, and the Lakers, again, as a team, as a unit, the much maligned depth that we always talk about did pull through tonight, 112 to 109. And here today to talk about the game, good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today. It's Ox1947 at LakersBall.com. It is Mr. Joe Soro and Joe. Great to have you here, my friend. I want to first apologize to everybody out there that was trying to tune in to our playback feed, Lakers Fast Break. I don't know what happened. It just really was a, a weird issue tonight why we weren't getting the feed in there. So I do apologize for anybody that tried to tune in. I will see what I can do to rectify that. Please check us out on Twitter, Facebook, or I will post it on this video on YouTube and update on whether or not I get a confirmation the Friday show is a go as far as the live feed. You know, the post game is always there. So Joshua Dietz was concerned, our super fan on Facebook, because you guys going to still have the post game? Of course we're going to have the post game. Doesn't matter, rain or shine, the post game's always there. And after a win by the Lakers, Joe, there's absolutely no doubt about that. Well, before this game, my favorite win was the game in Milwaukee. But I have to admit, I was seeing some really good things right out, right out the gate. And <clears throat> I think you have become a product of today's NBA, Gerald, because sometimes ugly is good. Sometimes ugly kind of gets you to understand. We, we, I was thinking, okay, I will say this. In that second quarter, there were some plays that would have made Joe Soro mad about the IQ, 
There was oh, I was. One. I was. There was there a, there was the a mislayup. You know which ones I'm talking yes, about? I, the Dennis I, Schroeder to Russell Westbrook that I, would pass out of bounds, I, I, and they're just yeah, looking at we, each other. We take great. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. We and, and, and I'll give and I'll 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 confirm that right now. We take a lot of pride here at Lakers Fast Break in letting you know we do watch the games and we're watching the games from beginning to end. That's I was going to, oh, one more thing. I, Jeff Van Gundy was talking about, wow, this is a really small lineup. And I, in the, he said, I think in the third quarter or something. And I was thinking about Zangerstein in our chat, probably going somewhere. I can't stand this. I can't stand this. But he stuck to a small lineup. And for today, only Zangerstein, it did work out. It worked out, be, it worked out because they kept answering with a basket. The issue with, being small, especially towards the end, was Bam was getting those offensive rebounds that was just staking our hearts a little by a little bit because you're like you just stop them and then you're giving them a second and a third chance to score. And he, of course he did, but luckily they were able to combat it with with a return score. The missed layup at the end of the first quarter was probably the the, the one time during the game where I just wanted to punch the screen. But other than that, I got to give Dennis Schroeder a lot of credit tonight. He was a step ahead of everyone. His free throws, he believe he went 12 of 14 from the free throw line. Yes. I've hit the big ones at the end there. And guys, when you hit your free throws, especially at the end of the game, they end up winning. If he doesn't hit those free throws, what happened in Philly is going to happen, right? Now, the game in itself was impressive because you had <sighs> – you had a bunch of role players come through for 48 minutes and they beat a very good team, a team that had just whooped them a week earlier in a game where you really needed to make up something somewhere here. We needed a win without LeBron and AD in to make up for at least one game that we threw away. And this was like the first one this year where I felt like they made up for a loss that we should have won with this because this should have been a loss we didn't have anybody of substance in it that in terms of you know star or starter thomas bryant boy i another solid game i've just i'm just very very happy he's such a good guy man and when, when you when you when a good guy is playing well he's got the enthusiasm and is improving boy he is he is improving here through throughout the year and and do we have to give Rob at least some credit on this one as far as the signing? Well, him back? The, the, the credit part that you can't, I'm not going to give credit to anyone right now. I, I need to, uh, we need to see the end result here. The issue with, I'm going to reiterate the credit when it comes to credit with Rob and, and Jeannie. Uh, my gripe with them has been more towards their, the person than the actual acquisitions in a lot of ways, but I'm not going to get into the details of that. And I know Rob finally came out of his Rob hole (laughs) and, and maybe he inspired him. Maybe the team huddled up secretly and said, we're going to show this guy that we're good. And can you help us out a little bit? If we win tonight, Hey, maybe it worked. I'd like to see it again. And Tonight's game was what I call professional basketball players doing what they're supposed to do. 
Okay, professional basketball players, especially in the NBA, are all good. They're all really good at playing basketball, and they're all capable of playing fundamental good basketball. It's just that's why they're there. And all we're asking as a fan base is we see this kind of effort. Look what happens when you put this kind of effort in. And you have a lot of young guys there. You know, it's not like, oh, you know, you have these guys that are in their late 30s or whatever that need, you know, to monitor their minutes. These guys are still young. These guys can run. These guys can play 82 games and 40 minutes a game. Let's see it. Let's see it. And tonight's game made me feel like I was watching the NBA that I wanted to watch. Despite some of the bonehead things and the missed layups, they were still playing because, you know, we're all human. We all make mistakes. We all miss layups and things like that. It's just the amount of layups that that's bothered me in recent uh, history. It's just, it's just nice. I felt very, very, I felt like they controlled the tempo the whole game. And in the end, you had a bunch of guys that usually would kind of fold, not fold. They were trading baskets with Miami from, I believe the four minute mark. And I remember saying on game time on Lakers ball, just trade baskets with them. Yeah, same here. Win this game. And they did. They did. We got to the minute and 45, minute 50 number. And I said, okay, do it for one more minute. And they did. They did. And I was I was just pleasantly surprised throughout the whole game, just hoping that they were able to sustain some things. They were down, I believe, six at one point. I still didn't feel like they were out of it. So that was a good feeling. And, of course, they weren't. They ended up tying it. Then they ended up taking the lead. And they kind of – balanced it out from there and and it really it was really really a fun win a really fun needed win uh congratulations to everyone and i know it makes everybody feel good we love rob now we love genie we love la we love you know the world we love our enemies now after a win that's not what i'm saying i love the game i love the performance as far as how i feel about rob it's the same thing as far as how i feel about the organized managerial decisions and and current setup, I'm still I'm still not happy with that. But I do hope that this performance can maybe figure into something where we can maybe in the next month find out if we can we can if AD please is healthy the rest of the year can surprise us all. Maybe we might be the maybe this is the first year in the NBA where a eight seed wins it all. I don't know. I'm throwing it on the wall right now. Yeah, you're really, <laughs> you are really throwing it at the wall right now. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Bring me all of the Star Trek all of the time, and I will be an incredibly happy girl. Even if it's terrible. It's like pizza. Bad pizza is still pretty good because it's pizza. Bad Star Trek is still pretty good because it's still Star Trek. That's the way that I look at it. 
Just let it sit in the refrigerator for a day and be cool. That's it. Yep. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, it is the Lakers winning against the Miami Heat, minus LeBron James, minus Lonnie Walker IV, minus Anthony Davis, 112 to 109. They squeaked out a win. Very surprising. I think anybody out there, as soon as they saw the report that LeBron James was being sent home because of a non-COVID illness, people are like, okay, this game was done. Joe, this game is toast. There's no chance for the Lakers. Again, they got off to that early lead because Miami, I think, just had the mindset and looked to me like the body language. like They just didn't believe that the Lakers had any chance of winning. They really didn't take it seriously. The third quarter, here we go with the third quarter issues again. But when it came down to the third quarter, it seemed like, okay, just got to turn it up a notch for Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. And immediately the the Lakers fell down. They were down by as many as four early in the fourth quarter. But it just seems like the Lakers, for some reason today, just found something within themselves to stay close enough and then with about five minutes left, they took over the lead for good. What did what did Sean Grice, the magic man, say about the the little uh, sickness in, in, in Miami? What what is it called? The the South Beach flu. The South Beach flu. Well, in LA, we call it the sunset snooze. And I think Miami had it. And I I don't care. <laughs> you know, you want to win the game, don't go out on sunset and hang out. Go get ready to win the game, but because remember they played the Clippers. Hey, I I'm sorry. I I'm I'm, I'm since if I'm being insensitive, I don't care. Lakers, well, you don't have Le- they don't Lakers don't have LeBron. James. Lakers beat yeah. Lakers beat a very very you, beat team. you got you beat you beat a very good team without two of your main cogs. I don't care if you I don't care. I'm I, it was a good win. It was an earned, and they deserve uh, the praise on this. And I hope they can carry this. The rest of the year, because I'm I'm really hoping that by the end of the month they can get to 500, and we somehow have a miracle where AD doesn't get hurt again. If that's the case, there is an opportunity for the Lakers to to do a little bit of damage. I, I don't think they're going to win it all, which is which it pains me to to say that because it's kind of like, well, what's the point now? But what difference does it make? You know, I'd rather try to at least get out of that top lottery pick area and at least save ourselves from that disaster. And with uh, Zion Williamson being out three weeks, now that becomes something that could be salvageable if, 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 if that does present itself. Uh, but in the, in the West, we're talking, we're into the new year here. And what is the, the separation from the eight to the one is four games still. I mean, this is the, this is the, this is nuts. How, you could have a four-game winning streak and be out from a one seat to an eight. Well, let me just go ahead and break it down right now for everybody. You got Denver at the top at 24 and 13, tied with Memphis at the top of the Western Conference. You've got New Orleans at a half game behind. You've got Dallas two and a half games behind because they've had a big surge, obviously, with Luka going crazy. And that's something in our next NBA conversations we're going to have because it's going to be at the halfway point next week. So definitely want to rethink our MVP conversation when it comes to that. But that's, again, for next week. Sacramento, 
still surprising people out there 20 and 17 they're in fifth place they're four games back the clippers have been uh just all over the place they've lost three in a row they've looked good at times they've looked bad at times they're 21 and 18 they can't keep anyone in the lineup 1918 the portland trailblazers have come back down to reality they're just barely above 500 they're five games out the phoenix suns i think are the most surprising team yes booker's been out but we all thought that they had more talent than that. Right now, they're 20 and 19. They're, they've lost four in a row, and they've really not good, looked good in quite some time. Golden State is also 20 and 19 after a 54-point performance from Klay Thompson, they, but they just lost as well. So they're 20 and 19. And the Utah Jazz, they're six and a half games out. They're in 10th place. They're right there in front of the Minnesota Timberwolves, who have won a couple games and are starting to gain momentum once again. They're 18 to 21, 11, just a half game out of the play-in mix. Then you got the Lakers now one game, one game out of the play-in mix at 17 to 21, Joe. One game separates Utah and the Lakers. It is now becoming a little bit more interesting. I don't want to say yet. Let's see by the weekend where we're at. But my gosh, it's becoming a lot more interesting. It is, and... What's more interesting is if the Lakers win Friday, there's a chance that there might be another challenge ignition on Saturday. Does anybody remember what we talked about a few weeks ago? Gerald, do you remember? Yes, I do. Okay, guys, in case you forgot, the Lakers win on Friday. That would be their fourth win in a row. The next phase of the challenge for Lakers fast break is if the Lakers win five in a row, I will broadcast from Buffalo Wild Wings while taking the Blazin Challenge. If you guys don't know what that is, it's the 12 piece Buffalo Wing Challenge. Blazin is their hottest sauce. And believe me when I say this, it is the hottest sauce I've ever had in my life. Uh, I remember when I first ate it, I could not get through one and a half, one and a half wings. And that's with me drinking every ounce of water that I could muster in my life and milk. So should they win Friday and Saturday, you will see me in true pain. Because I thought the one chip challenge was neutralized with the milkshake, which it was. And I said I would do that because I'm not going to sit there like a fool for 50 minutes and die. But in this case, I don't have a choice. The challenge is you can't drink anything. You can't have any ranch. You got to eat all 12. And, well, you don't have to eat all 12, but I guess I'm going to see if I can muster through it. <laughs> oh, 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 right there. Pardon the pun. Pardon the pun indeed. But the Lakers are now 17 and 21. Again, they're just a game out of the play-in right now, just behind Utah and Minnesota. It's looking a little bit better for us. And again, we don't know how LeBron is you know we don't know how he's doing we don't know how long he'll be out we don't i might guess he's still going to be out on friday because if he has a non-covid illness those things usually last a couple games so my, Boy, my it's guess. This, yeah this flu whatever it is uh what is it rsv or whatever it is too Robert. yeah there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff flying around. yeah there's there's been there this thing has been it has ran a a, a massive wave through everyone, everyone around me has gotten sick. Heck, even some of my guys got COVID again. So it's that time of year. It's cold. 
It's rainy. And there's a possibility with with LeBron, if he's out Friday, would probably most likely be out Saturday too against Sacramento. Which, which, if if the Lakers can play like they did tonight in both those games, uh, I would be surprised if they don't go one and one. And as much as as it would hurt, I'll take it. Would prefer to go two and zero, but at least don't go zero and two, because the next two games are going to be in Denver, and then you're playing Dallas Thursday. But you got a pretty good spread there, so usually I don't know why we always seem to play Denver in Denver on a back end of a back to back, but this is like, you know, we'll have a day off between this one and Dallas is going to be two days off for that one. So my guess is if LeBron sits Friday, you got Sacramento on Saturday. Let's say the Lakers win on Friday. Maybe, you think they'll be a, you think Atlanta won't be motivated because they're the, ones I'm sure they would. Up. I'm sure they would, but there's some, some broken things on that team. Yes. As so, has been reported. Yes. And I, I don't know if the, again, if the Lakers play like they did tonight, they, they'll beat the Atlanta at that point. Uh, so if we, if they win Friday, that could mean that LeBron would sit. If they lose Friday, LeBron has a little bit more thinking to do to play in Sacramento because Sacramento has been whooping the, the Jesus out of us preseason everywhere. Doesn't matter where, especially in Sacramento. So we need that game. We can't go 0-2 in this back-to-back run because we're going to be playing in Denver and we're going to be playing in Dallas the next two games. I don't want to I don't want to win three in a row and then lose four in a row. So yeah, it's it's I, I just hate the fact that we're we're dealing with this current culture of the NBA. This is the part of the NBA that's really hard to really, really ever get used to. I guess I can get used to the fact that three-pointers are the primary now. I can get used to the divaness of it because the NBA has always kind of had that anyways. It's just more now because they make more money and all that. But this constant not knowing if your you're 40 and $45 million players are not going to play is a really exhausting thing every other day. It's really uh, tr- kind of troubling, isn't it? You're just—it's hard to gauge who's going to be in and who's going to be out of the mo- of the lineup. So yeah, I'm not a fan of that. I don't like it. I, I think it's bad. It's it's. I know I know sports isn't like regular work, but I mean, what happens to your business when your two best workers are not there all the time? Yeah, you know, it's it's a lot of strain on the team. It's a lot of strain on the business. Yeah, and I don't like it. I don't like the fact that these guys are never available every game in and game out. We have to maneuver around, oh, well, he might not play in a back-to-back. This is even when he's not sick. I don't like talking like that. I hate that. Like, what do you mean he's not going to play back-to-back games? You're making $40 million a year. This is your job. I don't care how old you are. If you're yeah. too old to play, then retire. I get that. So but, uh... I'm just, yeah. So I'm just, uh, you know, it, it, it would be maybe a little different, be a little different if you're, Got enough of a team that's stacked, it would make a little bit more sense, but we don't. That's the problem is we don't. I hate going three in a row and then having to worry about this guy not playing, and then we lose the next two. And it kind of just again, we we just made up a game that we 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 usually lose. And we've made up the game from a game that we've also lost that we should have won. I would hate to kind of reverse that. You win. You go one for one in this next two games. You get one for one next week. You're somewhat okay. But if you go 0-4, then it defeats the purpose. 
even one and three defeats the purpose. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do squeak out a victory minus LeBron James, minus Anthony Davis, minus Lonnie Walker, the fourth 112 to 109, a great victory for the Lakers without those players. You got a lot of teams that just really have just thought that they would just go roll over the Lakers in a situation like this. And we've seen already this season where teams have rolled over the Lakers without both those guys in the lineup. But what was the difference today, Joe, in your opinion? Why did the, the you know, the Lakers, where did they find that confidence, especially early on? Because they were up by as many as 13 early in the first half. I don't know if I have an answer to that. But I noticed it was different the first five minutes in. I don't know. That's a great question. That would be a great question to ask Darvin Ham. If you were in a situation where you were to ask him a legitimate question or questions, Darvin, your team looked very motivated tonight. More motivated than we've seen them when LeBron and AD are not in. What was the difference? Was it practice yesterday? Was it game film that you produced? Was it just somebody's mother was in the stands and they wanted to show their mom that, you know, they were good, whatever. Those are great questions to ask. I thought that that's a great question. I would love to know. I don't know. Why? 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 And, and they were, I mean, their secondary and third reads were really good tonight. I mean, I... It, it, they, their chemistry was amazing, for especially for a team that's not playing every day like this, this same group. I just, I think that would be a great question to ask, and I would love to, to, to hear the answer. I don't know, other than the fact that maybe, maybe we got lucky, guys, finally, where they might be clicking. Maybe this was the clicking game. If we want to look at it from a positive standpoint for the future, maybe the team finally clicked. And that's happened sometimes. It happens where... You got a new team with a lot of new players and kind of piece together some things. All of a sudden you start building some chemistry and now it just kind of one of the games hits. And then now Darvin Ham can go into the film room and go, guys, what you guys did here, we need to keep doing because you guys were hitting on your second and third reads. Whereas before you would do your isolation thing. And then all of a sudden you'd have to shoot the ball with three seconds left where they, what they were doing in this game was, they were running the ball down, almost looking like they were doing their ISO. Then all of a sudden, they would get into the pick and roll. And then if they didn't, if the pick and roll got got you know covered, they were able to shoot the ball to the to the pass the ball to the open guy on the outside, and they made the shots. Or they went to the hole. I I just and and Thomas Bryant seemed to be in the same in the in the, in the right spot every time. And this isn't just tonight's game. He's been doing that lately. So he's getting a good feel for the game now. I think he's getting his legs under him considering what happened to him last year. So it could be everything kind of coming together a little bit, maybe a little pep talk. Maybe Rob was in the locker room being that he was at the game. We hadn't seen him in, 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 in a few weeks. Maybe he went in there and said, look guys, I know I suck, but can you guys show me something tonight? And maybe I can go do something. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? He might have shown up indeed. But once again, the Lakers do pull out the victory, 112 to 109. With Dennis Schroeder, again, uh, is something that he's been much maligned over his tenure with the Lakers. Now his second tenure with the Lakers, obviously we know the reported you know, about the four-year offer that he turned down, thought he was going to get a more lucrative offer somewhere else. 
became a free agent. You know, he signed with Boston for very little money. Didn't turn out well there. Got traded to Houston. Eventually was just let go. He was out of the league. You saw with the Euro ball that he was like a last addition. And I know a lot of people were saying, why do we need another guard? Of all things, we've got like 15 guards on this 15-man team. What's up with that? So, in essence, maybe getting Dennis Schroeder was the right choice because you see, in the times of need, he's actually produced for us quite well. This was his best game this year. He's had a 30-point game as well. This was his best game, and he's capable of having these kind of games. He can get into a, a zone. I wouldn't expect it every game. That's not his game. He's not He's not a superstar. But he picked the right day to do it. And I would love to have the guys... I would love to have the guys to, to, to pick up the slack when LeBron and AD are in. And this was one of those times where he picked up the slack. Because this was LeBron. This would, this would have been LeBron's game in terms of how he was effective. And he hit his free throws at a 90% clip, which is huge, guys. This, this it makes a difference. The, the fact that he didn't miss anything at throws the end was, was crucial to winning this game. He, doesn't, he misses a couple of those free throws. We might, not, we might not win. So it's that simple, guys. The little, the little details, even the last shot that Miami made. You know, this game, I keep reiterating it. I keep having to say it because it actually happens every game. Not even a second you can take your eye off anyone anymore. They will shoot a three from in the parking lot and make it, and they'll hit a four-pointer if they're lucky to. And if they make that, they might get the ball on the inbounds and hit another three in two seconds. I mean, just imagine Reggie Miller when he would make his shots in crazy fashion. Reggie Miller would have been a basic player in today's game. I'm, I'm joking about that, but... I'm, I'm being, I'm exaggerating, right? Reggie Miller would make these plays where he'd score in eight points in two seconds, right? That's what the Actually, end- I think it's no. six, six, six seconds. Right, it's I six seconds, it. I know. They, they do that on a regular basis, and it doesn't matter. It could be anybody from the bench. They, they, everybody's a shot maker. Everyone is, everything is set up to make a shot fast, right away, let's go. And there is no more rest. There is no more rest. You have to make every shot. You have to make every free throw. Otherwise, you're putting yourself in a position to lose. Well, I will also say that Dennis Schroeder also should get credit on the defensive end because he played really well, as the team did overall. I mean, you held Miami to 45% shooting overall and 27 from the arc. Now, the Lakers only shot 29 from behind the arc as well, so it isn't anything to really crow about, but you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is from a defensive standpoint, they didn't create a lot in transition, which I know was hard because none of the guys outside of Westbrook really try to up the pace. But Dennis Schroeder on both ends of the floor, the way he played against Hero, challenging his shot time and time again. You saw him coming in at the very last second from behind and altering and changing the trajectory of Tyler Hero shot a lot in this game. I really think he gets a lot of credit as far as being the player of the game for the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt this was his game, and Thomas Bryant should be maybe second. And Zangerstein correctly points out that the reason why we brought him onto the team is because we thought, or at least maybe the front office was thinking, that they were going to be able to trade 
Russell Westbrook or get a good deal on Russell Westbrook really early on and that Dennis was going to serve in that position that Russell Westbrook is in now, ironically. Well, you don't you don't get a lot of guys with his skill set. Yeah, it's not a consistent skill set, but first of all, Dennis can handle the ball. Dennis can make free throws. Dennis can get to the to the basket. And when he's not front rimming the threes, he usually makes them. So <laughs> I, I don't I don't think it was that hard of a decision considering the limited talent that was available. This was actually his best trans, uh, transaction this year, if you have to pick one, is getting Schroeder for nothing. And, I mean, I don't want to say... Uh, you know, he got Bryant for pretty Bryant much Bryant was good to too. nothing, too. Bryant was good, too. I'm not going to... Right. Very, very true. I'd say they're a tie. Uh, but that was something that didn't... I guess that was something that kind of just, like, came, came out of nowhere, I, I should say. Thomas Bryant was... I remember we were talking about... Uh, free agency before it started like you know if we can get thomas bryant you know that would be something that might work and we ended up doing that but the uh it's it's i'm trying to enjoy the game i'm trying to enjoy the win uh i'd like to see this again before i start to get really comfortable because if they do do this if they happen to play this well it's going to mean good things when LeBron is there because now LeBron's not going to have to play 38 minutes a game. That is a good feeling. This was a good feeling for that too. And I'm thinking about that because that's going to be important. AD, 29-year-old AD, going to be soon to be 30. I know he's injury prone, but I'm not too worried about him when he's healthy playing 35 minutes. That's what he's supposed to do right now. So, But LeBron, we need LeBron fresh. If they're going to have a... a, a, a a 1% chance to do something where it matters. I'd like to have LeBron fresh going into a playoff run if they do make it there. And if AD can somehow manage not to uh, trip over a curb during that time as well, we, we have something entertaining coming, whether it's going to produce something in terms of series wins I can't. I can't make that assessment right now, uh, Dustin. Because you just woke up, the Lakers did win, one twelve to one hundred nine. Thanks for joining us. It is the Lakers fast break. It is Joe Sorrell from LakersBall.com and Simblades.com. Yeah, Dustin, the cocaine user, man. These guys uh, come up with these just really different names. Isn't I that supposed say? to keep? Isn't that supposed to keep you up? Dustin? Yeah, that's what I thought. Maybe it's not working. I don't know. Maybe you need to get some uh, a new battery. I mean, I've never I've never used this stuff uh, in real life, but I did on 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 TV once. There you go. Fair enough, indeed. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. Joe Soro is here in the house talking to you right here. It's Gerald Glassford as well. Want to go ahead and thanks so much again to my friends at ThinkRight Technologies for this awesome Victory 250 XG gaming headset. If you think it sounds pretty good, it actually sounds pretty good, and it's not a bad deal for a gaming headset for under $50. It's right now $40 on Amazon. I'm going to go ahead and provide the link again. It's going to be in the YouTube description and also as well for your podcast enjoyment as well. It's going to be in the description there as well. You want to go ahead and help out my friends at ThinkRight Technologies. It's greatly appreciated. But before we head on out, Joe, want to just go ahead and make sure everybody knows again, the Lakers are 17 and 21. They are one game out of the plan. I know that's nothing to really just like go do backflips over for a team that's won 17 championships, but 
as you and I talked about, the most important thing that the Lakers should be doing and worrying about is getting out of the lottery mix. I understand that the idea is a championship for the Lakers, but that's a really large goal at this time. I don't want to start thinking that highly yet. I don't want to start thinking the, the grandeur as far as the Lakers being in that mix yet. Let's go ahead and get them in the play-in mix first and go from there. Your thoughts on this, my friend. Is this a real feasible possibility without you having to go to Buffalo Wild Wings? Yes or no? Well, if, they, if I'm going to Buffalo Wild Wings, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I'll be in a little pain for maybe three or four hours, but the Lakers would have won five in a row, which would mean they'd be 19 and 21 going into the Denver Dallas game, which if LeBron gets back, some, some rumors have gone around that AD might be coming back in the next few weeks. It's, you know, in terms of the play in uh, and, and the lottery setup, correct me if I'm wrong. Do they have a swap next year too, or, is it I believe go- they have a swap next year. As so, what I see listed as far as on the on the certain sites that they do have a swap as well. So it they can swap this year and next year? I'm gonna check it just to make sure. But yeah, they definitely Because I thought it was they year. have to pick one of the years. Like if they decide not to swap this year, they can swap next year. Okay. According to your friend and mine, Laker LakersNation.com for the 2024 NBA draft. It's owned by the Pelicans and have the rights to receive a 2025 pick instead. All right. So not only for this draft, they have the right to swap picks. Okay. Okay. For the 2024 NBA draft, they have the rights to receive the 2025 pick instead. So if they don't like what they like in 2024, they can wait till 2025. Yes. That makes That's sense. Correct. Okay. So all we got to do is worry about the swap really this year because of how heavy the, the, the draft is in terms of talent. And if they happen to be, if the Lakers make the play in, that means the Pelicans likely, if they stay kind of with how they've been playing the whole year, they're probably a seven seed, six, six is at best. I mean, I, I don't see, I mean, they're, they're probably still going to swap, right? Yeah. Okay, it's okay. I'll swap an eight and a twelve. I'll swap an eight and twelve. I, I, I that it is what it is. That that doesn't worry me. My worry is that one, which I think the Lakers are getting out of that right now. I think they've gotten out of that dead last, second to last thing. I don't think they're gonna be there. Well, according, I, like like you said, the Lakers Nation, your buddy and mine. Uh, uh, I don't Trevor got a problem Lane. with Trevor Lane. By the way, I don't have a problem with Trevor Lane. Uh, Trevor Lane has uh, made good for himself, but uh, just he's going to have to understand in a few years here where we're going to. Yeah, it's going to have to move on over. You're going to have to move yes. over, brother. We're going to have to yeah. move over. You're going to. We're here to entertain and dance and sing, and we're going to be doing that. And people yeah. like people like music and dancing. Well, I'm just going to say right now that the the chat is really getting a little bit out of hand. Let's put it back into place and talk about the Lakers. I don't want to talk about any of the other stuff you guys are talking about in the chat because it's not tolerated here. Wanted to go ahead and say, make sure that everybody, this is a, you know, a great environment. It is the best Lakers chat anywhere. The Lakers fast break. And let's make sure that we keep it that way. Jim, Howe, you've got a great point. Uh, as far as do we think that Palenka really wants the team to prove themselves worthy of a trade and giving up future assets to help LeBron win now? 
or is he kicking the can down the road, keeping and BSing the fan base? Rapalenko? Yes. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think I need to make a, I don't think I need to make a judgment on that. I, we have to wait this out. We're going to know for sure after February 5th, 23rd. Is it February 23rd? Is it or 15th? What is it? What is the exact date? NBA trade deadline date. It's February 15th, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, February 15th. Right like, no, February 9th. Sorry. I knew it was the 15th. I just okay. it was in the middle. So February 9th, which leaves us 36 days from today, 35, 36 days from now, we're going to know if Rob is serious about trying to give this year a shot. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to come down to can they only sacrifice one first rounder? And if they do, can they get at least two players that are really going to make this team run? So I want you guys to think about that for a second. Trade one of those picks for two guys that are actually going to give you a chance to possibly get a run in this year. What does a run mean? Ask me in a month. If they're not going to win a championship, they're not going to have a chance at winning a championship. And what happens right now, until then, from a record, from record-wise, and like, are they sitting at the sixth seed? Are they sitting at the fifth seed? And I only say that as crazy as that sounds now is because the Western Conference is as even as I've ever seen it. Four games separates one and eight. That's crazy. That means the Lakers, if for some weird reason, go on an eight, nine game winning streak, they could end up having a fifth seed by then. Let's actually clarify that, Joe. It's not uh, It's not four games right now. As far as the standings are concerned, it is actually six and a half. Oh, excuse me, five games, five games. Just to be Okay, clear. I'm sorry. I might have, I might have, I might have not updated the uh, current. Yeah, it is five games between first and ninth, just to let okay. you know. Got first it, got it. Ninth. Thank you. Okay. Um, so what's it from first to eight? It's there's three teams tied uh, that are five games back. Just to let you know, three teams are tied five games back. That's the Port, Portland Trail. Oh, I know where I got confused. Games. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When I was looking at the standings, you know how they have that line under six. Yeah. No, well, it's the Clippers are the four. So my my mind for years that line meant the eight, and my eyes saw it real quick. One through six is four games back. Seven, eight, and nine are five games back. Yes. Yes. So. uh Five still is amazing. Five games between the first seed and the eighth seed. So if the Lakers went on a winning streak here, it could, it could, it, 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 this thing could, could get, get very interesting. I, I, and that's where now, if, if these guys are going to start coming together a little bit more in terms of the role players, we got to get AD back in here. We got to get LeBron in here. Come on, guys. Let's take, let's go make a run here. And if they get in at a five seed or six seed, now things get very interesting, especially if you do a trade before the deadline and they're two productive players, two players that can play defense, shoot open shots, and come in with the right chemistry to play with this team. It's Are we getting back to Laker Tom positiveness? Getting close. Getting close. I'm, I'm, we're getting there because there's substance to say this. They have shown a few things here that warrant this assessment. So let's 
Let's see how they do this weekend. And then they're playing two good teams next week. But what's good is we're looking at a eight day. We we're looking at the next eight days. They're playing four teams, which there's a lot of good rest in between those those games. Even though one, two of them are back to backs, at least they're not traveling far. They're only going to Sacramento on the on the second half of the back to back. Jim Howe is uh, reporting a what if scenario for the Lakers. What if they had actually pulled off the Miles Turner Buddy Heel deal, which I know probably Laker Tom has probably imagined several times several several times as far as uh, that scenario i'm sure he's written about that many times already at lakerholics.com about what would be if they had had miles turner and butter healed i don't know maybe top five right now because it's just a, a jumbled mess but i would not put them at the top of the western conference standings with those two i think that they're a bump up but i wouldn't put them at the top i still think they need more i still think that they need more individual players that can help this team in order to get to the point where they can become a Western conference powerhouse. Once again, I think it's going to take more than, than Turner and Hill. I'm, I'm at, I'm at the belief that I don't think that deal was ever on the table. I don't think Indiana wants to do a deal with LA number one, or I should say number two, because number one is they're winning and they have a young team and miles Turner is a, player that has that's young and has the the skill set to play in today's NBA with that size why would they trade him if you're if you're serious about contending why would you trade Miles Turner what's the point Buddy Heald sure they want to get rid of a guy that's probably taking away shots from Halliburton and the the new rookie I can I can never pronounce his name how do you say his name who the rookie from Indiana the really good one rookie oh Ben Matherin Matherin. He, Matherin. he goes Matherin. Benedict Matherin, but I just say Ben Matherin. But I, Matherin. I believe he prefers Benedict Matherin. So Matherin and Halliburton are enough. Buddy Heald is good, but for a guy making that much money, I could see them trying to get him out. But why would you get rid of Miles Turner? Why? As an, as Indiana, if you're Indiana, what would be the point? for What 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 are you doing when in getting rid of him? You're not going to get a guy that's seven feet tall that can shoot threes and, and, and block shots and is young. I don't. I never understood that. Why would they get rid of him? So, I'm not even. I think if AD's plays healthy the rest of the year, MVP AD, and LeBron is playing like LeBron was for a few weeks there. Hey, Heald and 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 Miles Turner, and then if you can somehow flip Nunn and Beverly for somebody over there in Charlotte, maybe. Things could be very interesting at that point. And that's what we're going to find out here in the next 35 days. Can, can Rob, will, will, this, will this end up being one of those things where Rob waited everybody out and was able to squeeze them at the right time? Or will he just squeeze himself, which is what he's been doing for a couple years. So... Laker That's... Tom and I have already been on two trade deadline specials and you have no idea how angry, well, actually you do if you watch the shows, how angry Laker Tom has gotten. I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah, well, that's what he does. And I don't blame him. It's, it's going to be decided here in a month whether we're serious about trying to win a championship this year. But there's a lot that has to fall in. A lot. The Lakers have to make two 
transactions and not eliminate the really, really important players. That's that would be nice. Important. Can you do that? Can you flip? Or let's let me ask you this, G. Let me ask you and the crowd out there. Let's say you trade Beverly and Nunn for Rozier and Hayward. I don't know if the salaries might not match there, right? Yeah, that's Matt. correct. Uh, Rozier and Fillers, right? Let's just say that happens. You got a good player in Rozier coming through, right? I'm not going to, no one's going to argue that he's not a very good player, right? Right? Yes. Good. Now, if you're sitting there, and let's just say Indiana's like, hey, we'll give you Miles Turner and Buddy Heald for two draft picks and, and Russell Westbrook. Now you're looking at a lineup that has, and let's say Schroeder plays not like this. This is not, he's not going to average 30 points a game, but let's say we get this kind of Schroeder. And then you have a healthy LeBron, healthy AD. And then you bring in a Miles Turner, Buddy Heald, and a Rozier. What do you think the team's setup is going to be in the playoffs at that point? You think they're dangerous? You think they're scary? Lakers aren't scary to me unless they got consistent options beyond LeBron and AD. Because in a playoff setting, that's what you're targeting. You're targeting LeBron and AD defensively. You're matching up with them. You're able to scheme better against LeBron and AD in the playoffs. To me, and if your three-point shooting is still that bad, as we like we saw tonight, the Lakers were able to get away with it at 29% shooting because the Heat shot worse at 27% from beyond the line. So you tell me, Joe, in a playoff setting where teams are really starting to go ahead and, and focus in more on the defensive end, that the Lakers would be able to continue to thrive with just LeBron and AD and a so-so rest of the roster. Well, we're, we're going to have uh, Thomas Bryant is improving every week. You have Schroeder, who's kind of coming to his own. And I'm actually not surprised he's playing well because he was playing well in Euroba in, in Euro, Eurobasket. Is it Eurobasket? Is yes. that what? Yeah. He was playing good in Europe. So, and he had a, he got his wind already. He came in in shape playing competitive ball. So, and, Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm not 50 yet, but, you know, thanks. I've always looked older than I've, I I look, so I, I appreciate that compliment. <laughs> I just want I, – I do want them attacking the rim, but you and I both know, Zangerstein, that as it gets in the playoffs, it really starts that, – that lane starts to get smaller and smaller and smaller because – and you've got to be able to have some kind of threats from the outside consistently. And LeBron is shooting awful from the outside this season. One of his worst three-point shooting, uh, you know, seasons in his entire career. So really, you've got to have some sort of uh, type of diversion, some sort of consistent outside shot that you need to draw away, so that LeBron and AD can still get down the lane consistently. And the playoffs is just going to become that much more evident. Well, we just need certain guys to hit the shot when we need to. That's what happened during the 2020 run, and we didn't really have any snipers on the team. Uh, I believe Kuzma was missing more shots than not, but he was making up for it with good defense and every now and then would hit a shot. KCP would pick certain games where he'd make shots. Um, I think what's important is playing good defense, which obviously your your team is going to be much better equipped when you have AD there. And Austin Reeves is a very intelligent player and coming into his own. Thomas Bryant 
while it doesn't have the lateral lateral movement, is getting into that kind of basketball shape and skill set to where you know his motivation's trying to get another contract. So you know his mind's going to be in it. So if the Lakers acquire, let's say, two or three players that have effective skill sets, I don't think we necessarily need to be a team that's like Golden State and hitting shots from three all day. I think what would be important is just to kind of try to mimic what you did in 2020, which is try to funnel everything to AD, have LeBron do LeBron things, and then let the guys that can handle the ball or play D or initiate the offense and do pick and roll do their thing. But you do need a little bit more talent. You need at least two or three more guys to to get this to go where it needs to go, which is can we somehow squeak into this thing and 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 maybe compete for a title? I don't know that answer yet. As of right now, it's no. But they are getting better, so we have to wait a little bit longer. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do win. 112 to 109, they moved to 17 to 21. Again, it's a big step without LeBron, without AD, without Lonnie Walker the fourth. We'll see what happens when the team faces off against the Atlanta Hawks on Friday. The game right there is going to be, I think, a really tough one because the Lake, the Atlanta Hawks, I know they're, they've been all over the place. Obviously, what's going on behind the scenes, the, the friction that's been going on as well. You know, there's been some issues again with what's behind the scenes with Nate McMillan and of course, Trey young, but I think that the Atlanta Hawks, you know, you, you, they might catch the Lakers by surprise. You never know because they will be motivated because the Lakers beat them soundly with LeBron James on his birthday last week, but we'll see Joe again, the game's coming up at seven 30 PM. We'll be on around 10 PM on Friday night talking about the game before we head on out, my friend, what do the Lakers need to focus on this week? And I'm assuming that the Lakers are not going to have LeBron James just the way we've seen things the past couple seasons as far as how long they hold him out, whether it's for an injury, whether it's not. Just let me know, my friend. What are your thoughts for this weekend? I got. I'll let you know on Thursday. Obviously, not on the show. Uh, it's gonna. It's gonna come down to whether LeBron's going to be able to play on Friday. We're kind of right back to where we were before tonight's game, where we're going to anticipate probably a difficult game if he's not playing. Uh, I prefer him to play. If he plays Friday, we have a very good chance at winning on Friday. Sacramento, on the other hand, because they've just been so motivated to whooping our butts, I I, I would say on, a, on the second end of a back-to-back, that might not go well, even with LeBron. Uh, maybe LeBron takes that day off. It's ready for Denver. So we'll know. We'll know, I'll know probably Friday if we know if LeBron's playing. If he's not playing, it's going to be hard unless they repeat what they did tonight. 
Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. If you have any questions for us on subscribing, because I think according to uh, cricket, you know what? It's uh, right there for you. Cricket. You can go ahead and subscribe right below Joe. There's a subscribe button. It's right there on YouTube. You can't miss it. You know what to do. Hit that subscribe button because we need all the subscribers we can get. Jesse Joe is on his way to his retirement home. Okay. If that's what you think. All Who right. is this guy? <laughs> I don't know. We've had some real uh, winners, for lack of a better term, on both here and Twitch tonight. You Are your lives you? that boring? You got to come to a Lakers show and talk smack to people you don't know? Uh, well, uh, that's your name, Cricket. That's great. We that, Thank you for spelling out your entire name, Cricket. You've been here before, so we truly appreciate you coming back to watch us. Again, subscribe so you can get the latest notifications of when we go live on the air. All right, there you go. A lot of winners tonight for you, my friend. This is really, really uh, an interesting chat because it is the best Lakers chat that's out there. It is the Lakers fast break. Hey, if I'm on my way to retirement home, you know what? That's uh, you're paying the bill, Justine. That's all I'll say. You're paying the bill every single damn cent of it. So enjoy. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do win 112 to 109. Hey, Joe, you've got a lot of winners. Don't challenge Joe Soro and I. You're in a losing match if that yeah. happens. <laughs> you just put uh, us in a good mood because we love trolling you more than you love trolling us. And yes, we're, we're you know, I, I created this game. So, yes. uh, but I am going to be a good boy tonight. We did win and we are trying to run a PG show here. Try to respect the ladies. Yes, we have ladies listening. And I don't know if we have any teenagers listening but we want to make sure we set a good example uh and if any of you guys have a problem with that well you guys can always uh you guys you know gerald promotes my business every show you know where to find me and if you know you want to you want to say that to my i'm ready <laughs> there you go once again it's joe Soro. you can find him starting at sinblades.com and while you're there getting chewed out by Joe, go ahead and make sure you get your lawn transformed today if you live in the Southern California area at simblades.com. Plus also as well, you can go ahead and share your love for the Lakers at lakerholics.com. Go ahead and share those four-letter words you've been sharing with us today right there for you at lakerholics.com. Try it at lakersball.com. And boy, that will not go well for you at lakersball.com because they love eating people like trolls for lunch at lakersball.com go ahead and enjoy the fun to watch some trolls get eaten right there for you at lakersball.com starting with ox 1947 right there for you so you lose guys you lose we've got the best lakers chat room that's out there we got the best lakers audience that's out there that watches and listens to us every day and you can't face us you can't face well us most of the people that talk smack online and don't show up and say yeah. it in your face usually uh yeah, absolutely. And we're staying in a good mood because the Lakers win. <laughs> I, this was a win we were not expecting. So it, it's a more enjoyable. Which I'm ashamed of, by the way. Yeah. I'm, ashamed. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm realistic. I, I didn't think the Lakers, you know, were going to win. But you know what? They did. And I'm very happy for them. 112 to 109. Jim House says it best. The West is wide open. The Suns are down, really down. Golden State is playing a little bit better without Stephen Curry, but. There's still only one game above 500. The Pelicans are injured with Zion out three weeks or more with a hamstring injury. 
Memphis is young, although they are getting Desmond Bain is back in the lineup. So they've got their core three right there for you. They're really tough. Mavs are a one-man show. Although one-man show is pretty damn good right now. That's all I'll say. And Rob, pull a deal. Please help LeBron. Well, somebody's going to have to help LeBron because, you know, we cannot consistently ask this man to play 38 to 40 minutes every game. Joe, before we head on out, any final words on the game or what we're looking forward to this weekend with the Lakers against Atlanta and then after that, Sacramento? I'm looking forward to the team continuing what they did tonight, Friday, Saturday, next Monday, next Thursday, so that we can start focusing on contention and a shot at going into February with some hope that this team will get improved more so we can start winning. And that's, that's, the, that's where we should be. Took us a couple months to do this. I'm not going to say we're officially there yet, but I'd like to, if, if they end up winning Friday and Saturday and Monday and Thursday, boy, does that change everything. You're talking about in eight days, if the Lakers make a run here, not only will I be sweating and killing myself at Buffalo Wild Wings, but we will be at 500 by mm-hmm. time, or I should say by Thursday, by tomorrow, so, so repeat again your deal because John McCallion, who again, go ahead and like his channel. He had a had a uh, just that's a great stream today. Go, really appreciate him getting back and up and running on the YouTube. I know he's feeling a little bit better. He's on the mend. Go ahead and subscribe and like to his channel as well. He just stopped back in. He's fighting off the trolls as we speak, my friend. But before we head on out, please go ahead and describe the bet that you're talking about again for Buffalo Wild Wings. Lakers win. If the Lakers win uh, five in a row, I do the Blazing Challenge at Buffalo Wild Wings, and I will do the show at Buffalo Wild Wings. There you go, indeed. John? At least I will be, anyways. John, I I know I was hearing you on that stream, but you're getting it out, my friend. I appreciate you at least trying to go ahead and bring up uh, the video that you did earlier today. Please go ahead and like and support and subscribe to John's channel as ours as well. Got the trolls out there for us, my friend. Everybody just, at least they, they're back down. Instead of saying naughty words, they're at least trying to just annoy us to say hi. Isn't that, what do you think about that, my friend? I don't, they're, like, like I was saying, most of the people who troll online and insult usually don't show up when you challenge them to see your face. So guys, I live in Temecula, California. See me. <laughs> I, I have a warehouse. You can come see me at my warehouse. My company is called Sinblades. You can go on Google, put Sinblades, and see the address. And let me see if you have enough um, testicular fortitude to come. As Vince McMahon would say. say. No, that was uh, the first time I heard that was Mankind, aka Cactus Jack. That's true, aka oh. Mick Foley. There you and go. And about had a aneurysm from laughing so hard because I thought that was a brilliant line. Uh, but going back to again the uh, the trolls, trolls are are one of my snacks during the day. Just okay. it's, it's just it's, it's what I do. It's my favorite thing. But the problem is they never show up, so I don't get a chance to munch 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 too much on that. So again, uh, we appreciate you guys showing up, helping our numbers. Trolls and and leeches and and scumbags actually help ratings. However. 
Zangerstein is not comfortable. Therefore, on the next show, we're going to monitor this a little bit more and make sure that she's happy because she matters more than you. And Absolutely. that's where we stand on that. But, you know, we had a little fun here. We'll, we'll see. John, Terrence, appreciate you know, all the, the good people on the chat that have been really cool with us. Jim Howe, really get to really help out. Appreciate everybody watching and listening that does care about the show and wants us to do well. Truly appreciate it. I was uh, covering CES so far, signing up. Everything was kind of cool today at the Las Vegas Convention Center. The actual convention starts uh, this weekend, starts tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to that, along with the Lakers on Friday. Going to be a busy weekend for me, my friend. It's so funny because I was walking by somebody and they were just saying they had a badge, which probably a lot of people out there would love to go and get the opportunity to go to CES each and every year. She had it and she's talking to a friend. She's like, you know, dropping F-bombs and she doesn't even know why she's at this technology thing. Well, I'm sorry. 200,000 people say otherwise as far as what's going on with technology. So my good friends at Think Right Technologies, who I will see tomorrow night right there at the Bellagio for for day one of CES. Going ahead to check them out as far as uh, maybe share some thoughts on this. But yeah, man, so like I said, 40 bucks on Amazon right here. Great deal. Great set of headphones right here. If you want a budget gaming, you're on a budget and you really like your gaming, here you go. Good what if you're not on a budget? Well, if you're on a budget, there's $100, $200 What if you're not? What if you're rich like me? Uh, I'd say Audio Technica. My Audio Technica has been work for over six years right now, my friend. They've, they've good, sounded good, pretty good. good. good they've, been, uh, they've been on over five, almost 600 episodes, my Audio Technicas, plus 600 episodes of the Pop Culture Cosmos. So, you know, that's not half bad, my friend. Not half bad at all. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do win 112 to 109. Joe, any parting words for our friends before we head on out? Yeah, I'll be waiting for you. And for those who enjoy the show and bring something productive to the show. Uh, we will continue to do that. And for those who are clowning our numbers, just wait. Just wait. You're going to see some numbers soon enough. I hope one day we will, my friend. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. Truly appreciate everyone watching and listening. Do you have any questions for us of a normal NBA Lakers basketball nature? Please go ahead and hit me up at Lakers fast break on Twitter. Lakers fast break at yahoo.com or right below in the comments on YouTube each and every time out. I will answer them if they are legitimate. Be more than happy to. You can go ahead and hit us up on Twitch. Subscribe on Twitch. We're there as well. We had a couple of uh, individual viewers there as well watching. Didn't like the fact that I shut them out real quickly because, you know, they started in with the Lakers suck stuff. And, you know, that stops right there at the door with me. But also as well, you can go ahead and check us out on so many other different avenues, including Facebook as well. Join our Facebook page at Lakers Fast Break. I will give an update on playback.tv once I find out what's going on. And we'll go ahead and confirm that we will be able to do the watch party beforehand on Friday night. But you know there's going to be a post game. And no one does Lakers post games better than us right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.